0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Under the A-Umbrella podcast, hosted by Wee Wee Media Group. We're the first network based in Asia to bring you all the insider news on everything affiliate-related. Wherever you are in podcast land, we hope this podcast brings value to you and your business, no matter what vertical you're running. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and fellow affiliates, because the more we share, the more value we can bring to the industry. Hello, podcast world. Welcome to the tenth episode of Everything Under the A Umbrella. Before we start, I'm excited to share with you last week's winners from the Mastermind Giveaway from Debru. That's right. If you tuned into our last podcast, you would know all about Debru and their no nonsense affiliate Mastermind classes. And Richard Oki was kind enough to give us passes to their December Mastermind. Congratulations to Abdul Malik and Edgar. You have both won yourselves free entry to Collins December Mastermind class worth one thousand dollars. Thanks for subscribing and reviewing us on iTunes. We still have one more winner to be announced next Wednesday, November 27th. Make sure to join in. Simply subscribe and review our podcast on iTunes and you can stand a chance to win. Now let's get into this episode. Today we have a special guest, a friend of mine from way back, uh, Tony Wang. Tony, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Sure. Thanks, John. So my name is Tony. I'm 30 years old, I live in San Diego. I have two dogs, I have two cats, I love sushi, I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. And, and you I, like long
0: walks on the beach.
1: And I love long walks on the beach. <laughs> so uh, as, far as, uh, as far as what I do, um, I, I used to be heavy in the affiliate marketing space. Uh, now I'm more focused on building a company in the e-commerce space
0: interesting interesting and i see a lot of other um affiliates who started a, a few years back pivot into kind of e but we, we'll um get into that a little bit later can you tell us a little bit about how you got into affiliate marketing in general uh a, a few years ago
1: so i had no idea that i would end up with kind of a career in online marketing or anything with anything in the marketing space uh, i had a very a science-based background. I studied chemistry in college. And the reason was, I didn't really, want to know, I didn't really know what I uh, wanted to major in. And my dad was a chemist. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go with this. It's, it'll, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's a proven path and he can help me. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that's what I thought I wanted to do. My last year of college, I got really sick. Um, I uh, developed an autoimmune condition and I had to go to the hospital. Uh, which was eye opening because I thought I was going to die. And uh, basically, I I had to go to the emergency room. I was there for a week and um, I lost 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. And that experience just completely shook my reality. And it just showed me how fragile life can be and how precious life is and made me reconsider what I wanted to do. Maybe I didn't want to pursue a career in something I thought was safe, um, Mm -hmm. just because, you know, that's what my family wanted. And that's what that's kind of the only path that I knew at the time. Uh, so I really thought about what I really want to do um, if if that wasn't an option. And some ideas came to me like starting a business, uh, traveling, just not being stuck in the day-to-day grind of a regular day job. Mm-hmm. So um, thankfully I recovered from my illness. Uh, I I sold my car and I moved to LA, Los Angeles and that's kind of like mm-hmm. a stereotype of what people do when, you know, they, they don't really know what direction they want to go in life and they, they go to LA to find it, to kind of pursue your dreams. Um, it's kind yeah. of like the culture of the city. quote unquote, Yeah. 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 So I, I really had no idea. And um, I knew some stuff about online marketing. Uh, I didn't think you can actually make, a, I didn't think I could actually make a career out of it, but I knew there was something there just from like books I found online, blogs and whatnot. So I really just, Uh, I I moved to LA and I would just try different things uh, month to month. Um, Every month it would be like a new thing because there's so many failures. Like I would try starting a blog. I would try uh, selling like Facebook likes. Um, Mm -hmm. I tried SEO and, you know, it made enough money where I could pay my rent. But also I ate a lot of ramen and spinach.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) It just felt like I was, you know, in a constant grind and never really had anything that was truly working, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I decided I really just wanted some direction and focus, and not be so caught up in different opportunities. So I, so I decided I wanted to get good at copywriting because um, I, I saw it as a very useful skill that can be applied to a lot of different areas. So I started reading a lot of books on copywriting. Uh, I saved up some money and even took training with a uh, with a mentor, uh, and then. I I guess I got got kind of lucky because I met someone who, I met my first, um, I guess, affiliate friend who was uh, heavy in the uh, paid traffic space. So at the time I only know about like CEO, Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, SEO, um, copywriting, uh, like funnel selling products. I I didn't really know about paid traffic. And Mm -hmm. I I met him through a friend and he was telling me how much he was making through affiliate marketing, basically (laughs) running Facebook ads. And I'm like, holy shit! Like,
0: kind of blew your mind.
1: Yeah, it blew my mind because um, I was just, you know, I I just thought like SEO was the end all be all. You have a site, you make some passive income, you make like five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars a month. And this dude, he was telling me he was making a quarter million a month on Facebook. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, dude, like I will do anything. Just I will, I will, uh, I, I'll so, do all your grunt work. Just I want to be an intern. Like, teach me.
0: This reminds me of uh, what was seen out of one of uh, my favorite movies, Wolf on Wall Street, uh, when the guys uh, when Jonah Hill says, you showed me a check that you made $75,000 last month and I'll quit my job right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it is. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just so hungry. Um, yeah. But except I didn't uh, offer to smoke crack with him. Like, uh, <laughs> like his character in the movie. <laughs> Yeah. But that, that's kind
0: of the aha moment. And I, and I still remember my aha moment too. And, uh, I think I was partying with my brother at his bachelor party, uh, in, in Vegas. And he was with, uh, his friends who were in this space or who actually owned a uh, affiliate network that you're familiar with as well. Um, and I turned to my friend and I said like, Hey man, uh, this is when I was still trying to pursue a basketball career. And I, w- I was like, Hey man, uh, I don't think I'm living life right right now because these guys are killing it. So from then on, from my brother's bachelor party, I was like, you know what? These hoop dreams got to be put on hold and uh, I got to go live like these guys. So that was my aha moment. Sorry to cut you off there, but uh, I kind of related to what you were going through. So yeah, um, I think (laughs) everyone
1: has something like that.
0: After your friend kind of opened your eyes um, to to the opportunities in affiliate marketing, what was your next step?
1: Uh so I was an intern for him. He um he he uh he was pretty he was pretty he loved to party, so he didn't like to like manage his campaigns and do all the the grunt work. So he trained me up uh to do that for him. Um paid me a pretty pretty uh generous um uh salary actually.
0: Mm-hmm. So I did
1: that for a bit, uh learned the ins and outs of not Facebook unfortunately, but uh plenty of fish which mm-hmm. is like an old what school, year is this by the way this was 2011 2012 okay just so, so this was the right context. when yeah this was a while ago um so there were some guys like just killing it on facebook i didn't i still had no idea what that world was all about uh but i knew how to put up dating ads on plenty of fish for uh, other dating websites mm-hmm. um and that's kind of how i learned just the, the basics of Pay traffic and affiliate marketing. Um, just how to how to create new ads, how to do tracking, how to do landing pages, uh, conversion mm-hmm. optimization, stuff like that. So that it was a really valuable uh, six months for me uh, when I was an intern, and um, and after that, uh, our, our I guess my my job was my internship was over. So I just went off and uh, did it on my own. Um, basically, I just got my own accounts. And I used my mom's credit card to fund my ad spend. Uh, nice. <laughs> I asked for her permission, of course. I just said, like, "Hey, <laughs> mom, like, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something, but I promise I'm gonna I'll pay you back." And <laughs> it was a little scary, but it, it worked out. And I kind of just grew my confidence. To what was test your starting other...
0: ad ad budget, and what vertical did you kind of jump into first?
1: So I started with dating because that's exactly what I knew. So mm-hmm. I started on Plenty of Fish, kind of just replicated everything I learned.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but it
1: gotten a little harder. They changed their policies. I guess more affiliates gotten in. Uh, mm-hmm. So then the next thing I did naturally was just take the uh, take the campaigns that were working on Plenty of Fish and move them to my Facebook account. Um, and that was mm-hmm. before when Facebook allowed dating dating affiliates. Mm-hmm. So, and that was that was uh, definitely some beginner's luck because that was some of the easiest money. I've ever made, um, I was Facebook 2012, where I, you could just put up an ad, uh, It would get approved. You can spend as much as you want. And as long as it, ROIs, you can just keep scaling. Mm -hmm. So that went pretty well for a couple months. And, and then ultimately Facebook, uh, banned my account, as they do, um, as a lot of people have, have experience. And that's Mm -hmm. when I kind of realized, or yeah, that's when I just, thought okay i can't do this anymore like i obviously uh can't advertise on facebook anymore so that's when i jumped into uh mobile um mm-hmm. because i heard from some other people that mobile was kind of the new thing you know like phones. everyone's getting a smartphone now uh, yeah, it has yeah. so much global reach um and that's when i started uh learning about uh, app installs oh, and so it was, it was
0: cpi and was it any in um like mobile content like um uh... Pin offers and stuff like that, or did you just strictly focus on CPI?
1: Uh, I dabbled a little with pin offers, but it was mainly CPI offers and lead gen as well.
0: So during kind of your golden years, let's call them of affiliate marketing, what um, what were the highs and what kind of verticals were you running? Um, Did you you build out a team? Were you still running uh, like a one man wrecking crew, or how did you kind of how, how did your career look in the golden years?
1: yeah so i guess i at first i think everyone starts out by themselves and they realize in order to scale um it's essential to get some help whether by building out a local team or having vas and all of that um so i started actually just by training at my friends like my friends mm-hmm. kind of like how uh you saw uh some of your friends uh and what they were doing Um uh, mm-hmm. same same thing with my friends they they really wanted to get in and uh that's uh, kind of where I started. And basically, um, that was my first team. And obviously, mm-hmm. we hired outside as well. We hired assistants uh, virtually, um, as well as local employees. Um, and I guess what that's taught me was just that uh, at the end of the day, um, a team is you can do so much more with a team than you can by yourself. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we evolved a lot. Um, because there's always because everything's moving so fast so we yeah. we've we changed a lot of different verticals a lot mm-hmm. of different uh traffic sources so i can't really recall exactly what was mm-hmm. uh what was you know the best um because we've been through so much but i think that experience just taught me you know so much about um working with other people and yeah. that's kind of what motivated me to want to continue doing that and start this uh e-commerce company okay
0: uh, and, and as we as get into e-commerce, commerce, uh, e-commerce company, uh, can you explain kind of the pivot and why you wanted to trans, uh, transition from affiliate marketing into e- into an e-commerce agency?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, and um, that's something that I've I've really thought a lot about because it's very, it's obviously very attractive to be be an affiliate, um, just like a your your typical affiliate. Uh, but ultimately what happened for me was I was making a good amount of money um, but I wasn't really 100% happy with what I was doing. I was, mm-hmm. uh, I was stressed from overworking. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes like my, uh, I wasn't delegating very well uh, so I was doing a lot of the heavy lifting myself uh, and, but at the end of the day I just didn't love what I was doing and I got a little bored doing the same mm-hmm. things over and over again uh, even though you know it was profitable. And uh, my my mindset going into this was just to to make money. You know, I was like a broke uh, broke 20 some year old living in L.A. And that was really my focus when I started out. But uh, I think my goals just kind of evolved. Um, and one of them was just having more stability and consistency. Uh, like mm-hmm. my friends would ask me how business is going. And then mm-hmm. I'm always answering like, oh, you know, it's like up and down. Uh, like it would either be like oh it 's great or it 's like it 's terrible, just so much volatility, yeah and yeah. Uh, I think everyone just kind of accepts it in this in the industry, and uh, I realize it doesn 't always have to be that way from talking to um people with uh you know just more um, i guess quote unquote like real businesses that yeah, aren't yeah. so dependent on another offer or uh, a traffic source or all of that mm-hmm. others like that in the in our space. And I guess the last thing is just the quality of offers in the products in the affiliate space. um, I I think uh, we end up with a lot of lower quality and products. Uh, It's getting a lot better these days, but I I um, I can see that
0: as well. But I I do get what you mean is, is that you kind of wanted to, to run a little bit more, I guess, quality products. Um, But as you look back and say, you know, your affiliate marketing career is um, wouldn't say behind you, but in the past, uh, what did you pick up most, like from affiliate marketing? What is affiliate? What has affiliate marketing taught you, if anything, and kind of the habits that that you built there to give you the confidence to move on into an e-commerce agency? Uh, what did you take from affiliate marketing? I guess is is the right way to say it.
1: Yeah, I think affiliate marketing—it's such a great teacher. Uh, it's taught me so much and. I think a lot, of, um, a lot of startups fail because the founders, they don't really focus on cash flow. And you mm-hmm. know they're, they're great focusing on company culture and their vision. They're creating great products. But at the end of the day, uh, you need cash to run a business, especially if you don't have um, you know, heavy investors backing it. And that's mm-hmm. something that I don't think you can have a better experience, um, a better learning experience than affiliate marketing. So it's mm-hmm. obviously taught me about that, just how to optimize cash flow. Uh, and mm-hmm. really focus on the performance aspect of of uh, of marketing. Um, also, writing copy—you know, just writing so many ads, pre-landers, mm-hmm. uh, video ads, all of that. Just um, it's kind of the reason I started, just to just to uh, hone my copy skills. Uh, so it feels like I've kind of kind of come full circle, and now I can use that in in something else. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Yeah, I'd say those are the the biggest things, and also just. Uh, speed of execution, which I think is key in any endeavor. Uh, as an affiliate, you have to really execute fast. Otherwise, your competition, or other affiliates are just going to blow you away. And you have to mm-hmm. always be figuring out how to improve, um, always be executing, always be testing, or you're just going to get mm-hmm. left behind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And especially in this industry, um, you know,
0: it's extremely fast-paced and uh, you, you have to be able to be agile and be able to pivot quickly as well. Um, so as you kind of transition into the e-commerce agency, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about it? What, what kind of, what's your goal with this company? What products are you promoting? Are you promoting brands or just give us uh, the listeners a little bit more detail on, on what you're working on now.
1: Sure. Yeah. We're promoting uh, more, we're working with more branded products. Um, our, our, our goal for five years is we want to be the number one e-commerce agency for uh, supplements and health products. Uh, so nice. that's really uh, narrowing our focus there. Mm-hmm. And I guess as far as my goals for the company, um, I really want to build something that's going to outlast me. So building a mm-hmm. company that's uh, more based on core values and uh, having a purpose than just, than just profit because mm-hmm. uh, I've been there already um, and I see a lot of... I, I see pros and cons to focusing on that. Uh, a lot of the cons are just short-term thinking. Um, and then kind of like the stuff I talked about before, you're just on a constant grind. And also mm-hmm. like, there's, it just feels like there's a limit when you put, um, when you put profit first. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, so really just be focusing on a company based on core values uh, for us. That's um, that's excellence in everything we do, uh, constant mm-hmm. and not nonstop improvements. Uh, taking creative, intelligent risks, speed of execution, and putting humans and people before profits. Uh, so That's, I think just some hammering- solid
0: core core values. Uh, I mean, some people you know tend to look over that, but I feel you know just myself feel that core values are, are very important because it number one sets the tone for your company. Uh, number one, uh, number two, it brings in the right people who are like minded in that way. I mean, you can be different people, but if your core values remain the same and you believe in that, then I feel like you've created a solid work environment inside of the office and even outside that you guys can be friends. Uh, outside, yeah, hundred,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. I kind of modeled our our company um, off of uh, Vern Harnish, who wrote a great business book called "Mastering the Rockefeller Habits," and he modeled off that book. He modeled that book off of John Rockefeller. The um, mm-hmm. Uh, the the business legend Mm -hmm. so so just really focusing on purpose core values first before anything else it kind of puts the company in alignment and from there you can do so much more than if everyone's on different pages
0: yeah exactly exactly and i mean when everybody has the same kind of vision uh things move a lot easier and less friction Uh, how long has how long has the e-commerce um agency been running as of now
1: uh, literally under a month. It, 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 we we really just decided to pivot um, uh, this month, actually, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a big it was a big change for us because you know we we had success with affiliate marketing. We we just feel like we could do really well. We had um, proprietary tech. We had all our systems down. But mm-hmm. it just felt like we weren't really growing and it wasn't what we wanted to do long term. Um mm-hmm. it was a tough decision because you know, there's like friends and other people in the industry like always pulling us back,
0: like, hey, yeah, like yeah. this
1: campaign is like killing like it. Myself. We... Like myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you've done some uh <laughs> some amazing things too with e commerce.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to follow your footsteps and you know, and hanging out with people like yourself, like I mean, obviously, this is not the first time we've talked. I've, I've been to your office. Uh, you know, you're pretty good friends with my brother. So I've known you for a while and you're actually, you know, one of the people that I looked up who looked up to in the industry and kind of made me feel like, you know, I want to go get it myself or I can, I should try this myself, um, as well. And, you know, do you Thanks, meet Sam. a lot of people?
1: I appreciate that. You meet a
0: lot of people in the industry and you don't, you know, you, you're, a lot of people go in and out but you've actually been someone that uh has been I wouldn't say a staple in my life but a staple of someone in the industry that I look up to like hey that's a good guy you know and you don't really get to meet a lot of uh good guys genuinely good people in the industry so i mean i don't think i've ever told you that before but yeah you're one of those people that i look up to and be like hey man you know tony's doing his thing and and uh i'm i'm happy to see you start on a new venture on an, an e-com agency so um what kind of challenges in the first month have you faced? I know obviously you're not fully to where you want to be, but for the first thirty days, what are the things that kind of that challenge that you see now that you've pivoted and you're kind of working on this full time uh what What are the challenges that you see in the next kind of
1: six months um i, I think for me personally, what I'm focused on is just getting everyone in alignment um,
0: how your like team? I said.
1: So right now it's uh, four core, uh, five, five people um, mm-hmm. full time, mm-hmm. and the rest are part time or contractors. Maybe like mm-hmm. another uh, five people there. Uh, mm-hmm. So our, our team, as it's the size, has grown um, bigger and smaller throughout the years. Uh, personally, I, I like operating a little leaner, just having lean less. Lean. Yeah, exactly, less overhead, um, and it's easier to get everyone on the same page. Uh, but that's really the focus for the next thirty days. because um, I think in the past, uh, the the challenge for me was delegation, where I had uh, a subset of knowledge that I learned through affiliate marketing and running campaigns myself that i um, you know it was difficult for me to pass that on to other people uh, and mm-hmm. creating systems around that. So uh, so now I'm really focused on. Uh, doing that, setting up the right systems, training up the people, get everyone on uh, uh, aligned with our company uh, core values, um, just to kind of take myself out of that process of the day to day management. Um, and and I think and the ultimate goal is just having a company that could essentially run itself. And I know yeah. it might sound like I'm being lazy and don't want to do the work, but I think it's a sign of a, a great company that it's not. Um, just around one person but you know Mm -hmm. it's a it's a collective growing uh, collaborative that's how you build a
0: scalable company uh i mean obviously it takes time to put all these systems and processes in place but uh as you grow you need those systems you know the company shouldn't be dependent on one person like you said um so with with your agency let's get a little bit uh, deeper into it. Are you strictly just um, focusing on health products as in like uh, physical supplements, or are you actually doing health products? Like, um, I don't know that I see a lot of cool at home workout systems. I see a lot of recovery tools and foam rollers and massage, uh, you know, balls and anything in the health tech, or is it all supplements and and kind of, uh, vitamins and whatnot. And what and the second part the question is what, are you, what does your agency provide? Is it just sales or do you guys do content? Do you guys reach out to influencers? Do you guys do any PR? Uh, Like how, uh, what kind of streams of, of, I guess, marketing does your agency specialize in?
1: Sure, so uh, to answer your first question, um, the the vision is to be focused in uh, health and supplements. um, Cause that's where we have a lot of experience. We know the markets really well um but that's you know that's obviously it's it, it i don't want to pigeonhole us as we own that's uh the only type of stuff that we do uh it's just kind of like a focus for us because I, I know it's kind of our core competency is what we're really good at um mm-hmm. so we're open to different types of products but generally around uh the health and uh supplements mm-hmm. uh verticals um and then as far as what our agency provides so it's still it, it, it's still a performance agency at the end of the day, because um, mm-hmm. again, that that was a skill that uh, we learned through um, affiliate, affiliate marketing. Mar-
0: of course, of and course. And
1: I think it's just such a valuable skill that a lot of agencies can't really provide. They can provide like pretty pictures and like cool campaigns, cool videos, and all that to make the client happy. But at the end of the day, it's like, can you really get them sales mm-hmm. and grow their business? Yeah. At the uh, end so of the day,
0: that's that's kind of you know the biggest the biggest thing that people want is get numbers on the board uh, and get yeah. sales in the door.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So we're we're not gonna um, you know manage someone's Instagram account to get them more followers mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. unless because we can't really track if that has a direct correlation to their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, but more so, we'll we'll do everything that it takes to get someone um, more mm-hmm. sales. So that would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, creating uh, new video assets with uh, with better copy mm-hmm. um, to, uh, to media buying and finding different audiences and managing and scaling the campaigns uh, so so yeah, so kind of the same, the same performance model um, but just mm-hmm. applied to bigger brands and more established companies.
0: Cool, nice, nice. So if we're gonna regroup and and uh, talk to you in two to three years. Tell me where you see your agency in, in two to three years.
1: Uh, sure. So, like I said, we want to be the number one um, e-commerce agency for health and wellness supplements. Um, we re- we want to specialize in uh, video ads and media buying because uh, I-, I think me having that copywriting training when I first started out that gave me a huge leg up. Uh, so we want to just really be able to provide that service of being able to produce videos, landing pages, uh, funnels, that's going to convert at the end of the day, um, while also staying congruent to their brand, which is always a challenge. Um, so I see us having uh, kind of keeping this the a similar company culture as it is right now where everyone's more results oriented it's not like a you know like a nine to five um Mm -hmm. job where people are just trying to track hours and then go home for the day but people really love what they're doing they feel challenged uh they feel happy to be part of this team and they're being rewarded for creating results um Mm -hmm. that's kind of always been my my philosophy just putting putting results as the the end goal um Mm -hmm. because i think uh, otherwise it's just kind of a waste of of time Mm -hmm.
0: all right so we'll end this with uh you know one of those questions of do you have a favorite quote uh that you live by uh
1: yeah i do and it's gonna sound a bit morbid and uh we might need to like take a shot after this but i I think it's (laughs) a really good quote uh so here's the quote it's the fear of death follows from the fear of life a man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. And it's a quote by Mark Twain. Um, to me, it means that uh, the fear of death, uh, if you really fear death, uh, it, it might mean that you, there's something in life that you're, you think you should be doing or wanna do, but you're not really doing. And mm-hmm. perhaps you should consider living more fully um, to really maximize you know, our time yeah. here. Yeah. and it's something oh, yeah. yeah it's morbid but it's something i think about a lot and uh, i just really ask myself if do i really want to do what i'm do uh, what i'm doing um and what i want my life to look look like uh so that's mm-hmm. something always in my mind because again life is precious it's short and i think um it's easy to take it for granted to get into our routine and uh it's important to think about you know the the what what really makes you fulfilled and how you really want to live your life
0: yeah that's a great quote that's a great quote so uh we can do a virtual cheers um because i also agree with your quote but um thanks for your time tony i really appreciate it um and everybody there don't forget to like and share this um and that is that concludes our episode with everything under the am bella brought to you by WeWe media and until next time thanks guys